Parshas Nosoi is always the Parsha that comes right after Shavuos. Um, and and this Shabbos Bichlal has a has a name in 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 the vernacular in Klal Yisrael as Shabbos Noch Shavuos. It's a Shabbos after Shavuos, partly because interesting the Argidal Yo, who has a nice explanation about this concept, he says that Shavuos is one day Minat Torah, and Eretz Yisrael is one day, and. You, every korban, every yomtiv, usually has seven days tashlumen to make up if you weren't able to bring the korbanas of the yomtiv. So you have, you have, you make tashlumen. And in some circles, they don't say tachnun. In the days following a yomtiv, we don't do it isruchag. But more than that, Nusach Ashkenaz doesn't uh, permit themselves not to say tachnun. But the uh, Nusach Sfar does it for the Mei Tashlumen because the Yom Tif carries with it and it, it continues. And, and uh, this is what we say, we really say in the, in the Yom Tif davening. Every davening we have a phrase that says, V'hasiyeinu Hashem Elokeinu as birchas moyadecha. Every Yom Tif has a bracha, has a sp- specific, unique bracha. And we say V'hasiyeinu, we want to carry it. Which is really the same lashon as nasi. Let's carry. Also, it also means to count, but to carry it with you. We want to find out and identify the unique bracha of every yomtiv, right? On Shavuos, it's zman matan torosenu. Pesach, it's zman cheruseinu, and Sukkot is zman simchasenu. Each one has its unique bracha. What it means doesn't mean you don't have to be happy on Shavuos or or feel cherus on on Sukkot, you know. But uniqueness in the totality, each one carries as a zman grama has a special, unique time to it. And we know the Gemara says, Gemara in Yuma, that says that every yomtiv. They used to, when they would, the oil regal would come to the base of Migdash, they would come and they, and they would take out the, the shulchan from inside the oil moyed, and they would bring out to show the people that silukre kisdura that the lechem upon him were still smoking hot nine days later, and that happened. When was that exchange between the old and the new bread? That was done on Shabbos. Every Shabbos, so it's like sort of eight days, eight days later, that I was still smoking as if it just came out of the oven. To show Ru Chibaschem Lifnei Amokam, the Gemara Yuma says, the Gemara Yuma Chavtes, that it says Ru Chibaschem Lifnei Amokam Shasilukai Kisduray. And on every Yomtiv, you always have a Shabbos on that Yomtiv, so the Oyler Rugolim could technically v- visualize and see the taking out of the shulchan because they have the, 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 the changing of the breads. But on Shavuos, it's only one day, you didn't necessarily have a Shabbos. Shavuos could be on a Sunday or Monday. So when did the Euler Golem see that? So it says the, the Orgidal Yo, it seems from here that, that the people stayed the Shabbos after Shavuos, mm-hmm. that they would hang around. 
just and to see this, just to see the, either just to see this, <laughs> or they just you know make all that travel for just one day, and they they stuck around, and therefore the the Shabbos after Shavuos was a con- continuation of the um, of the of the Yom Tif. And, and and he brings this Vasienu Hashem Elokeinu as Birchas Mayadech. We want to carry it with us, and carry on with the bracha, and that's what Parshas Nasai really is is all about. Um, Parshas Nasai is the longest parsha that we have in the Torah, 176 psukim identical to the number of psukim in Sefer Tillim, which is also 176 psukim, or the longest parak, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. longest parak in Tillim, Kufiotes, is 8 times 22, because mm-hmm. it's 8 psukim for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet, mm-hmm. that's 176, mm-hmm. so we already see the depth of 176 psukim of Parshas Nasai, and it's also obviously not by chance, it's the longest Mesechtim, Mesechtim Baba Basra is also 176 Dafin. So there, it's not my connection, this, uh-huh. this, is, this is brought, there's some kind of um, hidden connection uh, and message. Now the Gemara in Shabbos, famous Gemara in Shabbos that talks about on, on Daf Pei Ches Beis, talks about Maimed Har Sinai the Gemara says, so the Malachi Ashores came to, in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they said, what is this, today we would call that a little racist, you know, what, what is this human being doing here? I mean, what, what, this is not his neighborhood. He doesn't belong here. And, and the Rabbani Shalom, so he's, so Omar Lahem, so the Rabban Shalom said to to the Malachim, the Kabbal Torah. He came to be Makabal the Torah. So he said, What? He says, This that you've kept for 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 nine hundred and seventy four generations, you're gonna give it to them? Human beings, flesh and blood? They're here today, gone tomorrow? You're kidding me. You're going to give it to boss of a dumb flesh which is a Pasuk in, in Tillin. What are the human being that you would want to give it to them? So the Rabbanisham looks at Moshe Rabbeinu and says, that's a good question. Go answer them. Gotcha. So he said, what? Gotcha. You invited me here. I'm your guest. I'm supposed to give them an answer? So he says, I'm, I'm afraid to open my mouth in front of the Malachim. They open their mouth as that the breath would burn me up. I'm, I'm afraid of, I'm also afraid of being, I don't know why you, what I'm doing here. So he says, Echoiz bekise ha kovoid, Echoiz bekise kvoidi, Bechazor lehem tshuva. Grab on to my, my, my seat of glory my throne of glory and give them an answer hmm. and all of a sudden Moshe Rabbeinu started bring, giving them answers he says look at what it says in the Torah or in the Sadibris he looks at the Malachim were you in Mitzrayim? 
in the base avodim malachim. I don't think it's addressing you. So lepara nishtabaratem, were you suffering? But okay, let's go to the next one. Don't serve idols. Are you living among the nations that serve idols? That you're told not to serve idols? Are you doing malacha that you have to rest on Shabbos? And he goes on and on till he gets down to the nitty gritty. Don't don't murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't uh, uh, kidnap. Kina Yeshbach, do you have a Yetzahara Yeshbachim? Do you have a Yetzahara? Miyad Hoydeloi. Right away, the Gemara says the angels agreed, and they. Hoydel means, yes, agreed. I, but it also means they praised him. And I, I think, Moydeloi La Baruch Hu, they praised HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they said, Hoydu Lashem Kitoiv Kiliyoilam Chastoi. I understand there's a bigger picture here. You're giving, you're giving Torah to Klal Yisrael, to Moshe Rabbeinu and his people, and we will be part of that world behind that stage. That, that giving to, to Klal Yisrael. That's, that's basically the Gemara. So I heard from my, my just heard from my chavrusa by Sauer, I was learning with him. He told me over from Rav Zev Lef. He says, "What is this lashon of hachzeik bekisei kvoidi? Grab onto my throne of glory." What is that referring to? I mean, yes, of course, Moshe Ben was there in Shemayim, but so he says, you know, there's one bracha that we say every day, multiple times a day, the only bracha where we mention Kisei Kvoidecha, the throne of glory. What bracha is that? Asher We come out of the bathroom and we say Golui V'yadu'a L'fanecha L'fnei Kisei Kvoidecha It is apparent and known in front of your throne of glory that we wouldn't exist without a moment, if you would, if you wouldn't give us, and that bracha, when we're talking about one of the, I mean, not the most flattering um, functions of the human being. That's where we 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 re- reach our up, reach up our hands, and we we grab onto my. And it follows in the, you know, in that in that message of that the Gemara said that Moshe Rabbeinu should tell the Malachim. You have to see the total picture. You have to see what's the purpose of the of the world. Golui v'yaduad is obvious and known. That the Torah belongs to the human being that has bodily functions, that functions with a yetsahara and with havaydezara and with uh, with uh, desires of of all the physical desires. That's that's the goli v'yadul of That's how the malachim had a perspective of understanding and appreciating and accepting the fact. 
that they will follow Akash Brohu's lead of having the Torah given to Klal Yisrael, and they will be the supporters, supporting staff of not just Akash Brohu, but of Klal Yisrael. And that's, that's, that's their role. And this is what we come on to Parshas Nasai, and we sort of get this glimpse after Matan Torah, after we go through once again the Vahasienu Birchas Mayadeh, the Bracha of grab onto the Kisei Kvoidi, realizing that with all of our imperfections, we are what Akash Brochu chose, that the Torah should be given through us. And that's what we carry on. The Nosai is how we translate it. Take a census, count the, the Levium. It starts off with the Bnei Gershon, which is the, one of the three sons of, of Levi. Right? You have Gershon, Kohos, and Merori. At the end of last week's parsha, we talked about Kohos, what their job was. Now we're talking about Gershon and, and Merori. Before you go on, so the, the question was, what's the lushan of Kisya Kavu doing Asher Yatzar? And the Teretz says, because this is the glory of man, this is where mine, like, we're flesh and blood, and this is what Hashem values, the fact that we're struggling with everything. And so that, that moment when we're so physical, this is when I should, we we are reminded of right. Hashem's perspective on us. Is right. That's what. Yeah, we're gonna, now we're going to. Very sour's terrors. That was Rabbi Left's terrors. Rabbi Zev Left. Rabbi Zev Left. He says that's the that's that's what we what we have to know that even though this is true, but we this is what we said. We're going to expound on that. We want to explain okay. about it, how it fits into Nasai. Okay. Nasai is not just to take account of the Jewish people. But it's also that we can be, that we can, that Hashkarbok can count on us to carry the responsibility of the nation that he gave a Torah to. It comes with a tremendous responsibility. And I think this is what, you know, we, we read Pirkei Avos as a preparation from Pesach, the six weeks, during the seven weeks between Pesach and Shavuot, we read Pirkei Avos, one Pirkei every week, right? And then we have a week of uh, sort of that uh, we um, uh, review and now we're starting it again that was the preparation for Shavuos where we once again build ourselves up who we are to be able to get a Torah now coming Parshas Nasai is, is we read Pirkei Yavis once again to know we know that Akash Baruch gave us a Torah. He says, now what does that Torah mean to us? And how are we supposed to perfect ourselves and our character and our midas that Pirkei Avos talks about? And that it's an ongoing journey that begins but never ends. And we have to enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Because it's, it's, a, never, it's a never ending journey. Um, This week's parsha has has many parts to it. Obviously, because it's not just because it's the longest parsha; it's primarily the longest parsha because of the the in, intense repetition towards the end of the parsha at the Hanukkah's Hanasiim, when all the Nasiim brought the um, 
you know, their carbonus and we'll see the, of course, the message there. We can't get get to everything, but after counting the levium, the the Torah on page seven fifty talks about all the different people that have to be sent out of the Machna Yisrael because of a certain tumor, which is called Kedushas Hamachna, sanctity of the of the the camp of Akarish to be around even the Machna, you had Machna Shechina, you had Machna Levia, which was around the Mishkan, and you had the Machna Yisrael, which was around that, and anybody who was Tomei, sometimes they had to be sent out of all three. Not only could they not go into the Beis Amigdash, of course, but they had to even leave Machna Yisrael. They had Saras. And the and the and the Pasuk says called Sarua, the Zov, the for a period of time. Sometimes it was a day, sometimes it was seven days, sometimes it was uh, it was until the Tsaras healed, and they had to be sent out of the thing. This is what's called Kedusha Samachne, and it's a whole halachas. Who can come into the? To, you have to be a tohar and retire yourself to come into the Machne Shechina to come to the Beis Amigdash to bring a korban. And we, we know this, the famous Pasuk in Parshas Kiseitze, right, where, where it's, it tells us, just to connect things, that when we go out to war, and the Torah says, Kiseitze Machne Aloivecha, when you make your camp next to your enemy, be very careful of Tuma, because when they fought a war, it was Bikdusha, and there and the pasuk says, You should have a place outside the camp where you should use it for, to go to the bathroom. The part of the gear that everybody had was a shovel. Mm-hmm. The chisisa seyosecha. You can imagine the Torah itself uses up psukim. That you should cover up your excrement. Mm-hmm. And what is the what is the final word? Why? Mm-hmm. On page ten fifty six, v'hoya machanecha kodesh. The fourth line: Your camp should be holy. Your camp has to be holy at all times. Therefore, cover over your excrement. And there shouldn't be any uncovering, unnecessary uncovering, where we learn how lachas, how much you should uncover yourself when you go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. even though you're in a private stall. Mm-hmm. But there's a machanecha kodesh, there's a mitzvah to, to, to have of sanctity. That's why when we, when we hang a mezuzah in our, in our homes, we don't hang it on the bathroom and even when you hang it in the in the bedroom, it has to be covered. So we see here, again, talking about the kedusha of Klal Yisrael in regard to even this most bod- most basic bodily function of going to the bathroom. And now, when we look at the parsha of on page, which is the introduction of keeping your camp holy and then on page 752 when it talks about the, the parsha of Saita 
where, where a wife, a woman who was warned by her husband don't be private with a certain man and she did do that and you have to go through the process and the Torah go, has a process for us, a mitzvah in the Torah how to make sure whether there was any Avera done or not done and the Ramban of course tells us that this is the only mitzvah in the Torah that is dependent on a miracle <coughs> Ramban says on that Pasuk because this, this water that you give to drink to the woman if she will not admit and the husband is living with this doubt and she was certainly isolated herself with this man that she was warned not to and we just don't know whether there was an Avera that was done and there are no witnesses but she did isolate herself so she drinks this water. It's not poisonous water. It was miraculous water. It was plain water that had some dirt from the base of Migdash. And it had the erased letters from the Parsha Saita in it. But that's not poisonous. The ink is not poisonous. And it would test. This is a miracle. And it only worked, the Gemara and Saita says, it only worked in certain times. We had the base amigdash. It only worked at when when the husband was also flawless in this area, where there was a sense of kedusha. And now we want to maintain that kedusha. So then, this miracle happened. That if she was over that veira, then it would make her disintegrate and explode in an awful way. And the Ramban said, so we have to understand why why you have a mitzvah that's dependent on a miracle. We we always say ain saim We don't rely on miracles. And the Gemara says that the following parsha of Nazir, which comes right afterwards, and we know the famous Rashi Kol Saita Whoever sees a Saita in her deplorable fashion. He should take upon himself the vow of Nazirus. Why? So he shouldn't be weakened by what he saw. Weakened? Yeah, I mean, Adaraba. He's seeing it be Kilkula. He shouldn't get away with anything. So that's, that's one famous question, not my question. Um, and then it follows with. After that whole parsha of Saita, Nazir, it follows with what? With the, the famous parsha of Birchas Kayanim. On page 762, this is what this is how you should bless the people. A very strange juxtaposition of this special bracha. Which of course is a bracha that, that of course the Kahanim say on Yantiv and in Yisrael every day, twice on Shabbos and Yantiv. And but we also say it. Every Friday night we bless our children with this blessing. What's the connection between between this? And what is the message? <clears throat> so I wanna I wanna suggest 
without going we're going into detail, but not uh, hopefully not not too great of a detail. Parsha Saita and Parsha's Nazir represent, as we said in the morning in Shabbos, represent the um, the gifts and the challenges of humanity. The Malachim looking at humanity with all of its imperfections couldn't understand why the Torah was given. But then Moshe Rabbeinu was, was told, no, the challenges you have are the reason the Yetzirah you have and the challenges you have. What lies beneath and, and, and in every human being is, is the power of what Parsha Saita represents and what Parsha's Nazir also represents. Parsha Saita represents the desire of every human being, male and female, to pro- procreate, to become larger than life, to create life. This was the, the power, the ultimate power that God, that we were created in God's image, was to become creators. That powerful nature is something that we have to harness in an in a environment of Kedusha, in an environment of marriage, and to be satisfied and to develop it each person in their own personal home that they're creating, their own machan and their own camp, and build and create and develop both in echus and in kamus, both in, in quantity and in quality, balancing the two, the desire itself never to feel that they're finished creating, even though, of course, we all grow past an age that we're not having children anymore. But still, the, the desire and the qualitative nature that each person has never ends till the last breath of their, of their life. Kolzman Shanashama Bekirbi is the bracha that we say right after Asha Yotzar. We have our, our human side, which is very physical and very basic, base, but at the same time it connects with Roifechol Baso Maflila Asois Elokai Neshama Shemasatabi. The Rabbanishim created us with a synthesis, with a connection that's a pella. This is what the Ramah says in Shulchan Aruch. That's why we go straight from, uh, we should go straight from Asher Yotza to to the Elokai Neshama. That's why Elokai Neshama doesn't begin with a bracha, because we want to connect. The Mafli Lasois says the Ramah is going on the bracha of Elokai Neshama. How does one body, which is what the Malachim were asking, we're physical. What are you going to do with spiritual? And of course, Bob said, no, I'm creating an, a being that is both. In that being, the neshama is never satisfied. It has a constant desire for growth, for, for, to, to reproduce and to, and to go beyond its limitations. But we are limited. The, 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 the key is, and that's what Parsha Saita 
teaches a person that we have to know how to harness, we have to know how to how to develop, how to develop and to con- continuously use the the passions that Karakash put into the world of attraction, a for the for an ish to an isha, right? That was God created. He created the woman to be a not to be not good to be alone but he created it and we have to harness it and and and, and direct it in all stages of life that's why the even, even within a man and a woman a husband and a wife the midst of oina to be together to to procreate is an action that even if a woman is already pregnant he still has that mitzvah, even if she's an older, past the age, because the 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 neshama wants to create. The neshama has a has this passion to qualitatively give birth and 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 develop and go beyond its borders. But it has to be has to be what? That's the parsha of Saita. That's the Parsha of Saita. That's the miracle of Parsha Saita. Parsha's Nazir. So, in other words, the, the desire to create life, when she's past her period to be able to create life, there's still a, cra- a craving to use that uh, to create. To it's create. Still there. Right. So, that, that's creating, growing yeah. self, right. growing ourselves. And, we have to, and that, that okay. function of the Nishama has to be harnessed with the function of the body constantly. To know how to direct it, to know how what's the next stage? What's the next stage? We might not having babies, but we can have children. We have, uh, you know, as we had in last week's parsha, Kol Hamalamid Ben Yoldoi. There are other things to give birth. You give birth to ideas. You give birth to to uh, advice. You give birth to help people or your and your children and family around you. Um, and the thing about yeah, you teach Torah to somebody, and think as you said that teach Torah to somebody, it's like you gave birth, she gave right? birth to them. So that's that's, that's right. Yeah, that's nice. right. And Parsha's nausea is that is that also that innate passion for kedusha that we want to say that we can we want to go away from our our bodily. <clears throat> Uh, functions and our and our uh, physicality. We all go through inspirational times when we want to have a tremendous growth spurt, self growth spurt, and we will tell ourselves, "I want to separate myself from my world around me, and I'm not going to drink wine, and I'm not going to, I'm going to be like a kohen, even though you're not a kohen, kohen gadol, right? I'm not going to go to any funerals." Even with the, of the close relatives, which is what a nazir, a nazir can't do, like a kain gadol. But you're not a kain gadol, so it's a very. You have to be very careful when a person makes a vow to take on nazirus or any vow. The whole the whole masechta in the darim and nazir talks about that. Yes, you can create a reality of a vow to say uh, no more coffee. And coffee becomes like pig, becomes like chazer. 
if you make a vow in the right way. If you drink it, it's just like it's a Isr love. That's the power of the human being. But it has to be harnessed, it has to be directed. <clears throat> and that's why, you know, the when we go through the parish of Nazir, we find that at the end of his Nazirus, he has to bring a korban khatas. And the question among the Rishonim, the Rambam and the Ramban, say, what did he do wrong? He lived out his vow of Nazirus correctly, and he brings his korbanus. Why does he have to bring a sin offering? What did he do? So the Ramban says, again, the Ramban, in this week's Parsha, the Ramban says, Vitamachatos is in Perak Vav Pasagudalid. What's the reason for his sin offering when he finishes? kapora, he needs a kapora, Well now when he's going back into drinking wine, he should know how to do it in measure. How to know that balance. The balance was there. He put himself into an imbalance by accepting upon himself extra stringencies because he wanted to be a Kadosh and a Tohar more than the Torah prescribes he has to be very careful the sin offering is to give him pause and that you are on the you are on the, the breach of going back to a normal life be careful the Rambam says it's because you th- you said that the program of the Torah is not enough to make you a, a holy person. That's the chet. That's the chet. That's the Rambam says. And that's not true. The Torah's program of hachzeik bekisik voidi with your yitzhar and everything, that's kedusha. Do what you have to do, and you are a kodesh, and you are a tahar, and you can be a tzaddik and a chassid, and all the all the levels of the uh, of the mesil sisharim. That you think you have to take on things that don't belong to you, that is itself a chet. But both are true. It's not machlekes. We show you have to look at the shulchan or how we paskin. <laughs> both are true because the the danger of parshas nazir is that that our our inner passion for more, which is this constant battle between our physicality and our spirituality, this mafli lasais, this pella, which is that we constantly live with, that's that's the that's the what what, what we learn from Parsha's Nazir. Parsha's Saita and Parsha's Nazir represent the innermost desire of a person's passion for life, passion for growth, passion for development, which is a very powerful tool but it's also a very, he has to be, person has to be very careful. And I think the, the balance, balance is the, I guess it's the balance yeah. of the two, you know, we, we once asked Rabbi Weinberg Zatzal, we asked him that, Ezu Oshir HaSomech Bechelkoi, who is a wealthy person, someone's happy with his lot. And we asked him, is that only in Gashmias? Was that even in Ruchnius? 
is there a concept of being Samech Bechalka even in Ruchnius or not? Or is it only in Gashmias? Mm-hmm. One house is enough, two houses, but Samech Bechalka, some love you have to be Samech Bechalka. One car, two car, three car, you have to be Samech Bechalka. But in Ruchnius, the sky is the limit. Never, no such thing as Samech Bechalka. Or no, maybe not. The Mishnah doesn't say that. It's a good discussion mm-hmm. to have. Rabbi Weinberg says, in his famous way, it is border, it is clear that, of course, Samech Bechelka applies to Ruchnius as much as Gashmius. Samech Bechelka means that I appreciate where I am and who I am. It does not mean that I have no aspirations for more. Samech Bechelka is that I'm on the fifth rung of the ladder, I have to get to the roof because that's where the, I have to clean the gutters. But I'm proud of myself. I got to the fifth rung. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine myself getting to the second rung. And I got to the fifth one. Right? And in, in, every, in everything away. But I still have aspirations for more. Samer Bechel doesn't mean that I'm minimizing my aspirations. Those things never... That's Parshas Sait and Parshas Nazar. Humanity is passionate and it's full of life we always have to have a new and higher goal at every stage of life even by Gashmias especially for well, sure well, in Gashmias also by, by Ruchnius of course but by Gashmias even if it's a nice house yes we, we, there's nothing wrong with having aspirations for more but, but it has to be it says, what is this going to do for me you know, like people, you know, they they keep bothering us all the time with taking out equity in your home. It's your money. What do you mean it's my money? That's 15 years of my working. That's what the equity represents. My life. You want me to take that up and rip it up and put it into a boat that I'm I'm hardly going to use, or put it into a vacation or an addition to the house that I don't need. That's 15 years of life. I don't have to give it back. And now I'm 75 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't have those years from 40 to 55 that I can be as productive. And they don't tell you that. It's your equity. It's your bank. Why are you letting it, why are you letting it sit there? Put it to work for you. Isn't that what they all... <laughs> right? And, and it's, fuel, it's, fuel, and it's for fuel for something. And it's killing people. Because they wake up one day and they have this new mortgage that they that they thought they were finished with. Used to be in, used to make in my shtibel, they used to make a kiddish. Person paid off his mortgage of his home. He gave a kiddish in shul. Feels good, right? Schools used to make banquets. They burned their mortgage. Hmm. So you don't see, you don't hear that today. No, no I remember favorite. I've never been to a kiddish or a or a banquet for that. Yeah. Schools keep. Keep remortgaging and taking out every equity because it's the easiest form they want to keep of growing, like. it's the easiest form of of, of fundraising. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what birchas koyanim is all about. Birchas koyanim starts off with koy sevorachu. What's this koy? I want to bless you with koy. Koy says in the Sefer I found Sefer called Chidusha Rabbeinu Yosef Nechemia he was the last Rav in Krakow before the war the beautiful Sefer called Chidusha Rabbeinu Yosef Nechemia Ala Torah 
He says, The Medrash says, Where were they Zaycha to Birchas Kayanim? The Kayanim are, are our mirror. Kohane, the Gemara says, are Shlucha Didon and Shlucha Rachmana. They're our messengers, they're our mirror of our higher self. Where do we get the bra- where do we get the power to have birchas kainim from koi yezaracha? When Akashbo said to Avram Avinu by the by the Brisbane Absarim, he told him, Koi Yezar, this is how your children are gonna be. You can't count them. Without with, they're gonna be without a number. We're talking about Parshas Nasa, counting. He's telling me, go, count the stars. Mm-hmm. You can't count them. That's how your children. The power of koi comes from a, a number that you cannot count, which means continuous passion, continuous desire to grow, continuous desire for aspiration. That is the secret of life. Happy people are people who constantly have the next project, the next item to grow into. Yeah, they can't do that anymore. But now the doors are open for so many things. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't have babies at home anymore. We can go out together. We can go we can travel. We can we can communicate we can I don't have any more school tuition. Now I I can think of other projects to do. That's koyezarach. Your children will be without number, without limitations. He's speaking about the, you mean the the passion for this expansive growth. Correct. That's, what he's That's about. right. And that has and no limit. Right. Not the number of Jews in Davka. Right. So, so he wants to say that koy is twenty-five. What's this spelling? Ko. Chof hey. Chof hey is twenty-five. <clears throat> so he brings that chof hey are, are twenty-five letters in the first sentence of Shema. Shema has 25 letters. Mm-hmm. That represents our connection with HaKadosh Baruch Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad is that oneness that HaKadosh Baruch has His desire on us. We're His one and He's our one. And He's he connected with beautiful when when Adam sinned with the Eitz Hadas, so what did Hakadosh Baruch say to Adam and Chava? Ayeka. So he wants to have play on words. He says, Eka. Where is your ka? Where's that that potent, limitless potential that I gave you, and that I gave you a woman? So what did Adam Rishon say? Ah, the woman who who you gave me. She gave, she made it. That was Hakafu Toiva, the Gemara Navarizara says. He was Kafu Toiva at that moment. He should have taken responsibility. And Akashbo came and gave him clothing. He gave him a way to come out of their limitations. And and I'll tell you another interesting uh, analogy. when Avram Avinu, the first developing Jew came to the Akeda, his 10th test, where Kajbal was testing him. So he told him, take Yitzchak and go to where I'm going to tell you. What did he tell him? The Neilcha, you have to see this inside, you won't believe me. Mm-hmm. It's in Parshas Vayera, mm-hmm. 
end of Parshas Vayera. Is the code there? Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> of course. <coughs> right at the beginning, he tells him, He tells him, Take your son, your one and only son that you love, Yitzchak. And what did, what did Avram Avinu do? He, he takes his he takes his Yishmoel and, and Eliezer mm-hmm. with him and Yitzchak mm-hmm. I mean Avram who told him to take Eliezer and, and, uh, and Yishmoel mm-hmm. no one God didn't tell him that mm-hmm. this is a kasha I have mm-hmm. what, what, why did he take them mm-hmm. and he took them first mm-hmm. they were older mm-hmm. than, than Yitzchak and, and Yishmoel they were older than Yitzchak. Then Yishmael and Eliezer were older than Yitzchak. And he, by Yochan, by Yilik, went to the place that Hashem will tell him. And it says, by Yemashlishi. It was on the third day, by Yisa Avram es Enov. It took Avram three days of travel mm-hmm. till he realized, mm-hmm. what is my mission here? And what did God tell me to do? By Yaris Amokam Meroch, he saw the place, which we know the Rashi brings Chazal, that he, he looked there and he saw the cloud, the Shekhinah on top of the mountain, and he told Eliezer and Yishmael, what do you see? He says, oh, I see a nice sunny day. Uh-huh. And he told Yitzchak, what do you see? He says, oh, I see the Shekhinah, I see a cloud, I never saw that before. What is that, Dad? Mm-hmm. What is that? And he says, oh, now I see. I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. He tells mm-hmm. Eliezer and Yishmael, you stay here with the donkey. <laughs> right? Yeah. And me and the lad... Yeah. We'll go where, says the third line. Mm-hmm. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Because the power of Klal Yisrael is developing in a nation of Koi. This is what was promised in the Parsha before. The Taj, the Taj, Adko, until here? Until there. Until there. Uh-huh. <clears throat> we'll go till there. But uh-huh. strange word, many yeah. words yeah. could have been used. Yeah. This is the Koi. That he says, This will be your offspring. Mm-hmm. Not Eliezer, not Yishmoel, just Yitzchak. After three days, now you get it, Avram. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go, Avram said, We're going to go till I, I get my next stage of That's the 25 of, of, the, of, the, parash, of the Pasuk of Shema. Just to throw in a, another cute thing. Mm-hmm. That's Hanukkah. Chanu Chafei. The 25th of Kislev mm-hmm. is when the, 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 the Mishkan was really completed. We waited till Nisan, which is this week's Parsha, the Chanukah Sanasiyam. But really it happened on Hanukkah, and, and Hanukkah came with a, the 25th, came with the Taina. Mm-hmm. You're taking away, you should have made the Chanukah's advice now. Why are you waiting till Nisan? He said, don't worry, I'll, I'll repay you. That was Hanukkah, mm-hmm. the holiday of, of the 25th. Mm-hmm. That's Koi again, the holiday of the twenty fifth. So that is really like, that's like the heavenly atomic energy, right? Basically, right. It's like a supercharged. This so is what's gonna. That's when, and that's the bracha that Aaron Akoyan, the Koyan Godel, was was told by Akharish Bochi in next week's parsha Baloischa as Hanerois. This was his nechama, saying, "You have the lighting of the candles." To which the Ramban asked, what, what, what is that? He, had the, he went into the Kodesh HaKadoshim once a year. Why not use that? Because this represents the, the, 
the eternity of calling Yisrael, means that you have no number, your passion will never extinguish. But at the same time, that's the power of Birchus Kayanim. And that's why the Birchus Kayanim is so powerful that every time the Kohanim make the bracha, they say that our bracha is The only bracha that we have that the blessing is to bless them Be'ahava. Because Ava is something that is is passion, is is love, is desire, never never ending desire, and the kohanim every time they give us a bracha, and at the same way every time a father gives his son a bracha Friday night and his daughter a bracha, he has the power of the kain gadol to give the bracha of eternal passion. But at the same time, we have to understand that the eternal passion can express itself in soita, it can express itself in nausea, which has its limitations and its, and its uh, sometimes devastation that has to be curtailed and developed and directed. And that's, again, what the Birchus Kainim is coming to do. Mm-hmm. That's the Ava, that it should that it should only be productive and should be it should be with with that direction and that's 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 the sequence of this parsha which ends off with the parsha of Hanukkah San Nesim, which is that each one of the 12 Nesim brought the same korban 12 days they brought the same exact korban but each one was looked at differently by Akash because it represented an inner unique individualized passion and they came to that same cheshben with a different reason because it represents their inner passion that's what Birchus Kainim can do mm-hmm. on the outside it doesn't have to look different mm-hmm. we don't have to have a bigger home to be to show that we, we want to we don't have to you know be out there we can be within ourselves and find that that inner peace and the, and the happiness that the Birchus Kainim can can direct us to. This is why the Jews can't sit still. <laughs> right. They just can't sit still. That's right. This is this what we're talking about. Right. This, this. And this is the new level of Pirkei Avos that we're reading about now after Shavuos, mm-hmm. um, as the Maral Maral says in his Akdama to Pirkei Avos, his famous uh, commentary Derechayim. Mm-hmm. He he says that that there are three parts to, to, to humanity. Mm-hmm. There's 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 between a man and himself. Each one has its own level of passion, each one has its own level of of quantitative and qualitative nature that it's unsatiable and it should be that way. But it has to be with, with direction. And he says, he brings the Gemara in, in, in Babakama that says, that says, Man de Mahavilam Chasida, one who wants to be a Chasid. Chasid of who? Chasid of Akash Baruch Hu, right? I mean, wants to be unique and be a Chasid, be outstanding. So there's three opinions. One says he should learn Mili de Nizikin. 
he should learn, you know, babakama damages. And Rava says mili de avos, perki avos, and and vaamrila and others say mili de brachas. Should learn about blessings. Mm-hmm. And the Maral explains these three ideals. It's not a machlekes again that we look into the Shulchan. How do we pass them? We pass them with all three. They all represent different aspects of humanity. One is beinonim lemakim. That's that's mili de brachas. Beinonim lechaveri is nezikin, and mili de avos is beinonim lechaveri. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 That's been on the is always. That's your character. Mm-hmm. Your inner character. Mm-hmm. And also he says that there are three halakim of, of within a human being. There's his goof, there's neshama, and there's his seichel. And he says that a person who wants to be a chassid has to find that balance. And part of the balance is is called mili de brachas. Mili de brachas means where is the blessing of life? He says that's the seichel. The seichel will help you navigate between the different passions that a person has. That the passion of giving birth shouldn't lead them to soita or other arayas, and the passion of nazirus. The passion for life shouldn't lead them to isolation, mm-hmm. <laughs> which which also there's a danger. Mm-hmm. You just want to hide away with even with your Gemara. That's not and also not what we're here for. Mm-hmm. The seichel is mili de brachas. Where's the blessing? Where's the wellspring? Bracha comes from the, the word brecha. There's a wellspring mm-hmm. that yes we have we need our time to do our own tefillah, our own learning, our own development, that's true. But we also need our time to spend with our family, with our community, and to use our resources, our monies for that, and our energies for that. Our seichel will find us that balance. That's the balance of birchas koyen, the, the bracha of all brachas. The birchas koyenim is what we, we give to our children. Which is the bracha of balance, the three, because the right. three is in the, is in the, the bracha, right? That's the right. Physicality, that's right. the chain. That's right. That's right. That's right. And this is this is what I think the the the, the parsha is, is hinting to um, by giving us the, that this the journey of passion of life never ends. Mm-hmm. We just have to be able to harness it and not to not to discount it mm-hmm. and of course not to um, not to not to not to destroy it mm-hmm. uh, allow it to develop in ourselves in our children right uh, you know you don't have a good you have more Marcus here you don't have more Marcus Okay, we'll leave, we'll leave that for a different time. Okay, um, okay have a good Shabbos. Thank you.